Hi everyone and welcome to the Two Men in a Pineapple podcast. My name is Cody. And I'm Michael. And we are two 30-year-old millennials living in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The purpose of this podcast is to identify, deconstruct, and discuss the life events facing millennials. Each podcast episode will focus on one to two topics and present them in the form of what I wish I knew. We will share our own experiences, as well as the tips, tricks, and secrets we've learned along the way, which will hopefully encourage you to think, reflect, and discuss these topics amongst yourselves, your friends, and family. This podcast will be successful if it helps you to be able to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Hey everyone, how many of you out there have tried golf, or maybe you golf regularly? In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about what we have learned uh, about ourselves through golfing. What has golfing taught us? You know, golf teaches a lot of virtues in life and um, it makes you a better person. And, you know, I wish I knew these things when I first started golfing earlier in my life. And uh, Michael has recently taken up golf where I've been golfing for probably a good 20 years. We're becoming old men now. Yeah, so, I mean, we're 30, but, you know, <laughs> with golfing and that, uh, we're like 70-year-old men. Yeah. So, uh, if, you know, today's podcast, like I said, we're going to talk about, you know, what we've learned from golf and, you know, a lot of how it applies to your life. Yeah, so it's actually not going to be about golf at all, just uh, about how golf has taught us stuff. <laughs> not, like, improving your stroke or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we both suck. I mean... <laughs> actually, I, I just suck. I just suck. If... Uh, if you don't golf and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to this at all, we're not, there's really not going to be any like golfing lingo or anything like that. So, um, again, this is really, you know, self-improvement and, you know, being aware. Things yes. like that, right? So, you know, starting off, Mike, do you want to, what has golf taught you? Well, actually, I, you'll start off the real thing, but golf has taught me you can start this sport with uh, $20. With $20. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> interesting because when I think of golf, I think of a rich person sport. So can oh. you uh, can you talk more about twenty dollars? Yeah. Uh, so I was it you and I that started golfing. Did I start golfing with you? I believe you did, Michael. So okay, well, I have no idea how I actually started, but I know that when I went to go buy my clubs, uh-huh. I was like, hell no, I'm not buying like thousand dollar clubs. And I knew like I thought golf. I'm like I'm never gonna golf again. I'm just gonna golf with you, right? So uh, I went to Value Village. Yep. Literally at the back, they have like all those random sport like stuff grab i knew that there was numbers to these uh-huh. clubs i yeah. i know very little about golf i knew there were numbers so i grabbed almost all the numbers i could find uh actually grabbed the entire thing because i had most of the numbers in it and it was like in its uh, own case or um, golf bag yep and i just took that I took that to the cash register and she the all the clubs were like a dollar 99 and then the <laughs> bag was like 5.99 so it was like probably 20 bucks by the time i was out there remember my big blue bag yeah 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 yeah, that's that's how that started. It's twenty dollars, and one of my clubs has duct tape on it still. I still have the same clubs. Oh well, no, I don't actually. I have my my brother gave me his old clubs. Oh, well, there you go. You trade it up. Yeah. But still, like I mean, you wanted to golf. Yeah. And you just you found a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know you took those clubs, you played with them, and I mean you could have just gave up. Yeah. You could have said all oh, these are shitty clubs. Right. I'm. I'm not good at golf because I don't have good clubs. Yeah. How many times do I, you know, do we hear people say, oh, what's the clubs? Only if, I, only if I had a better club. Yeah. Right? I'll buy new clubs next year. Or each year I'll get new clubs or something like that. Right? That relates and, so much to life. 
right? Exactly. Not like, oh, I didn't get this job because I didn't blah, 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 blah. Or, oh, I didn't yeah. get this mark because I didn't study hard enough. Like, you're just making excuses. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally make zero. Exactly, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't have the newest computer. I don't have the newest shoes, right? Uh, but literally, you you were golfing with $20 clubs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> zero balls and zero tees. I had to borrow those. So, exactly. <laughs> and, like, look, you're, you're golfing consistently now. Yeah. Right? So, you know, for whatever that's taught you, it's that you don't... You know, it's kind of what's on the inside. If you have the determination and perseverance to to learn something, right? You can do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, um, what tools you're using. Yeah. That's really cool. And there's like I can't emphasize enough that these clubs weren't like they they didn't come in a like a set. I had ones that were like destroyed. Like you couldn't read mm-hmm. the number on the back because they'd hit the cement so much. There was uh, ones that were too long, ones that were too short. The Fisher Price putter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I had, a first, I had that uh, Happy Gilmore putter. Yeah. Um, and I had a, a club with duct tape on it that I use proudly still to Jesus. this day. So, so another thing we've learned is Michael has no shame. Yeah, no shame. Yeah. Everyone has these like nice carts and um, stuff, and I'm just walking around dragging my bag. My bag is destroyed still. Yeah. yeah. But I think another thing to take from this too is, you know, we did it for camaraderie and friendship, right? Yeah. Like we golf because it's, you know, time to spend together with friends. So, um, yeah, just with golf, you know, golf takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're golfing nine or 18 holes, you be out there for two hours or like five hours. Yeah. Right. And you got to coordinate that with at least one other person, typically three other people. You go in a foursome. Yeah. So all four of you got to pick a time. During the week where you can dedicate three or four hours to golfing. Yeah. So you're really putting time into that friendship. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you're with that person that whole time. The things you talk about. Yeah. Like you talk about, you know, everything. School, work, uh, life events, politics. You talk about everything, right? Yeah. You don't just talk about golf when you're golfing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll definitely say it's a lot of patience. So when I came into this sport, I come into, I say that like I'm a pro. Uh, <laughs> when I started... I hated it with a passion. <laughs> like I wanted to throw. I'm pretty sure I threw my club a couple of times, and uh, maybe not by you know, it probably slipped out of my hands because they were so crappy. But like, I hated it so much. And then you hit the ball one time, maybe by accident, but a nice clean shot, and you're like, oh, that's the feeling, right? So it takes a lot of patience to play, and I, it tested my patience for sure a lot. So that's the thing with golf when you 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 always search for that one really good shot and that's why you keep coming back yeah you get hit shit shot after a shit shot and then you hit a really good one you're like oh my god i felt so good i can't wait to do that again yeah and then you hit 10 more shitty shots and then you hit the ball good again yeah golf is so frustrating it's probably the most frustrating sport yeah. i mean you and i you know you listen to this podcast you know we're both athletes and we played really every sport out there for me personally golf is the most frustrating really? i find i can get i can get so mad at myself <laughs> yeah but then like i also get like the most joy i think yeah. from golf i okay side story i think tennis is my most i absolutely i remember <laughs> i whipped a club that one time man there there's definitely sports that we both have that like hit our buttons tennis is mine golf is yours for oh, sure oh my god <laughs> yeah but i mean you know with our era millennials gen zetters right it's just we get everything at a, the click of a button right we yeah. want we want to watch something for entertainment one click netflix youtube yeah right we want to talk to somebody oh text messaging right yeah there's no effort required for anything yeah golf you gotta like i said dedicate that time right mm-hmm. hours to go do it right 
you need to practice and you go to the driving range. Right, Michael never goes to the driving range. But anyways, <laughs> natural talent. But um, right, you gotta you gotta de- dedicate time to practice, and like you know you can hit a bad shot, bad shot, bad shot, good shot. Like that's time, yeah. that's effort, that's investment you're putting into it. Right, um, golf is a sport that you really you have to just like take it in. Yeah. Right? Like you go out like you're you're in nature, which is another beautiful thing too. Right. We're yeah. always at home working or at the office. Um, you know, we spend so much time working, especially being in a major city. Right, like Toronto, everyone just go, 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 go. Yeah. Right, to go out and just like chill outside for four hours. Yeah, and hit a ball is so stress relieving. Yeah, you're you're so present. And yeah, that's that's such a good point. I didn't really realize, like, there's no golf club or there's no golf courses in the city. Right, like you have to go. Well, well, there are right. So, city of Toronto oh, has some, some courses, yeah. right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, everyone always asks me where do you golf, and I always say like, you know, Ajax, Pickering. Oshawa, Port Perry. And These are places around us, like 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, why do you not just go to like Tamashanter or like a city course? These are like downtown courses. Yeah. And it's because number one, they're not well maintained in the city. Yeah. Government owned. Yeah. And number two is the driving is the drive is relaxing itself. Right. You get to talk with your friend that you're carpooling with. Yeah. Uh, you know, the courses are better maintained. You get, you know, lots of mature trees. It's out in the country, mm-hmm. fresh air. Right? There's a reason why you drive to a golf course and you don't just play in the middle of a city. Yeah. Right? And I mean, like, a big thing with you, Michael, is like that presence, right? You know, you do yoga and meditation and that, right? You know, I'm sure you have a busy job and busy life. It's hard to be present. Maybe comment on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you kind you kind of keyed it in there. I think for me, golf is like, a, if if you're pent up, if you have this, like for, for me personally, if I'm stressed at any point in time when I'm playing, you'll definitely see it in my shot because I I can't I can't let go. Like if I'm nice and calm and relaxed, that's how the, the swing should be, right? Like eighty year old men play this sport, right? And they hit it far. So I should be able to I'm young, right? I should be immediately when I'm thinking in my head when I'm stressed out is I just wanna hit this ball, right? And I go to smoke it and it's just like off to sometimes I don't even I don't even hit the ball, it stays on the tee, right? So it really, really makes me, it forces me to be more present, like immediately. Okay. If I want to have a good game, I have to be present. That's kind of what I've, like, as we've been playing, I've associated. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm having a bad game or <clears throat> the other day, I made a shot. Remember, so I made this shot. It went off into the, the parking lot or the, <laughs> the road. <laughs> and immediately Cody's like, just relax. Here, tosses me another ball i put it on a tee just relaxed didn't even think about it bang hit it it was like one foot in front of the hole yeah and i'm like god why can't i just do that every time but as soon as i line up i'm think i'm overthinking i'm doing what i normally do which is being you know having this anxiety right starts to pent up pent up pent up and i go to make my swing and it goes onto the road right mm-hmm. thankfully i haven't hit any cars yet but i think you hit so many things with that like you know like you just said when you focus over the shot and you take like your time there's so many things going through your head. Oh, I got to hit it here. Don't mess up. Don't do this. And my hips aligned. And then you almost always hit a bad shot. Mm-hmm. But then like you just go up and you're like, oh, F it. And yeah. you just hit it. You don't think about it. Yeah. And you always hit like a good shot under yeah. that, under those circumstances. Right. So, I mean, that applies a lot to life too, right? We can overthink things. Mm-hmm. Right. And just, you know, going with our gut or just, you know, knowing that we've studied something or we're proficient with something and just relying that we know that we know how to do it yeah. and just do it oh i've had i just had that experience in class the other day like walking into a lab and i'm like 
I had to repeat to myself, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. I'm teaching this course, and I have to say to myself, I know what I'm doing. It's, it was honestly similar to golf, right? It was like, I, I know what I do. I'm, I've played this, I've done this shot, I've, made, I've done this swing a million times, right? I've had the good and the bad. It's like, it definitely breaks into real life. And I mean real life, like, golfing is almost like an extension out of real life. Because we're in this nice, pristine area, everything looks prim and proper, it almost like is a fantasy to me. And uh, bringing that back into the, like reality, I, I still use that stuff. I'm like, okay, if I want to get it done the first time, the, you know, the best, I just got to be me. I just yeah. got to be me. Whatever comes out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. Maybe it'll be right. Maybe it'll be wrong. I'll own my mistakes and I'll move on, right? Mm. Literally what I did on the golf course on Friday. That was exactly it, right? Mm. I think I shot three balls into the, the river that one time. And I'm like, God, I just got to be me. So I just... Picked a different club, shot it, it was fine. I'm like, oh my God, I should have just done that in the first place. Doing you. So that sounds a lot like leave your ego at home. Yeah. Right? Think yeah. about going up that tee. You want to hit that ball? Oh, I got to hit I gotta hit the ball the farthest here. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you end up swinging, over swinging, and then you, you flub the shot. Right? Um, you know, this applies a lot in life too. Right? When you go to work out, leave your ego at home. Are you going to try to lift too heavy a weight? So you're going to hurt your back. Yeah. You're going to hurt yourself. Right? Yeah. Um, same thing like with conflicts with uh i i think of like conflict with another individual right when when you're in a conflict with another another individual just leave your ego right understand their their side of the you know the picture Mm -hmm. right just don't be emotional when you come into it so i definitely learned that if once i start getting angry i golf obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) My, my day just gets worse and worse and worse yeah until i'm hitting the ground and, you know, the the grass is flying farther than my ball, mm-hmm. right? So uh, it definitely plays into that. Leave your ego, yeah. right? Leave the emotion. Or leave the shot you just took, leave that where it is, and don't think about it again. Yeah. Like you just said, you hit that ball on the road. Yeah. I said reset, you reset, and you hit a good one, Yeah. right? You know, golf is just like life. You know, what happens in the past is in the past, right? So, you know, you hit a bad shot, a reset, that old shot has nothing to do with what you're going to hit right now. So you can have a terrible hole and keep hitting bad shot, bad shot, or you can just say, that was a bad shot, my next one's going to be fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Have a growth mindset or yeah. a positive view going forward. And that's just like life too, right? Oh, I'm going to work today. God, there's massive traffic on the way to work. I'm late 10 minutes. My whole day is going to be screwed up now, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Are you going to think that way or are you going to say you know what, I'm going to cut my lunch down 10 minutes and then I'm going to catch up and my day's going to be fine. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. So how would you say putting relates to life? Oh my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, putting. Well, just talking about putting first, uh, I used to suck big time at putting. Putting was the worst part of my game. I launched the ball, uh, my shot with my irons right to the green would be fantastic. I'd have a 10-foot putt and I would somehow three-putt that. Yeah. Right. He he pulled out his driver to do that one. Oh my God, I used to suck at putting. I used to hate it. I used to dread it, and uh, I didn't really practice putting, mm-hmm. and I just dreaded doing it. So you left it. You like, yeah. Forget I left it. it. I hit it, yeah. and I kept focusing on what I was good at. Yeah. Right. And you know, putting takes a lot of being. It's like we. It's like we almost said like if we're gonna just talk about putting and what we've already talked about. Um, you can't overthink it. Because mm-hmm. overthinking it, you're just... When you putt, you need to think of like the line you're going to hit it on. So mm-hmm. where do you have to aim and then how hard you have to hit it. So aim mm-hmm. and how hard you hit it. That's it. So funny enough, I'm going to like take that. Um, 
<clears throat> so aiming. So if I like, let's say I have a goal. I want to make a million dollars. I want to get a girlfriend. <laughs> whatever the case is, you aim, and then you just go after it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just a hundred percent. Yeah, that's so funny. Not like that in putting, <laughs> right? Yeah. So here's the thing: you aim. If you spend all your time aiming, yeah, right. When you go to hit the putt, you've spent no time on how hard to hit it. Yeah. So right, you know, speed. You only have proper aim if you hit the ball the right speed. Oh. Right. I didn't. Right? So I'm learning about yeah. golf right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if it's gonna slope, yeah, and you know the ball's gonna curve when yeah. you putt it, right? The slower you putt oh. it, the more it's gonna break. Yeah. The more it's gonna curve. Yeah. Right. So if you want to hit the ball with a hard speed, you would aim right for the center of the hole. Or so if you want, if you missing? if you want to play the curve, you would aim a little more out from the hole, and you would hit it later. Okay. Right. So well, we're golfing on Friday, so yeah. Michael's, gonna be, Michael's gonna be doing this. Uh, okay. Funny story here: we when we golf, we bet burgers, oh, yeah. and uh, the loser buys the burgers. And uh, I used to, I kept giving Michael tips on golfing, and then he started golfing better than I did. So yeah, right. <laughs> no more tips for Michael. <laughs> I wait right to the last hole. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm gonna bring out the, uh, I'm gonna bring out the real guns here. Yeah. Another thing I learned about golf: your friends can hustle you. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just more hungry, so I was like, all right, I gotta put everything into this one. I need a free burger. <laughs> oh God. What else about golf and life lessons? Sounds like it's never too late to learn. That's true. Yeah, it's never too late to learn. Yeah, right. Another thing with golf, never too late to learn. Actually, I'm most impressed with the old people that we see on the golf course. Yeah. I've like never ever once thought, "Oh my god, that person's too old to golf." I'm like, I'm watching them because I'm like, they've played probably so long, and then every single time without fail, this dude has a driver for like a fifty yard hit, mm-hmm. which is like super small, and he gets it like right on the green. I'm like, okay. Clearly, you didn't need the power, but you had the perfect mm-hmm. accuracy, the perfect swing. Everything yeah. was great, right? Yeah. Well, think about that person that's 80 years old. What if they're golfing since they were 20? You know, they're probably hitting 300-yard shots when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And over time, they stiffen up. Mm-hmm. They don't have a biggest, as long a swing anymore. Don't hit the ball as far. They could easily say, I'm not at the same level I was. Yeah. I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Right? They that was, that was me with volleyball. Right? Right? Yeah. So think of how those are good people, right? They like their sport. They like their hobby. Mm-hmm. They're clearly doing it. They're doing it for more than the reason of just hitting it far, yeah. which is what every young person wants to do, right? Yeah. I can hit the ball as far as I can. Yeah. They're doing it for another reason. And it's crazy to think about because as soon as I let go of that thought, I started to improve my game because I was like, I don't need to hit it 500 yards or like 150 yards. That's what I used to think. I'm like, I gotta get everything to at least 150 to be uh, competitive. I was always, I'm always mm-hmm. competitive. But as soon as I let go of that thought, and it creeps back up for sure. That's when I screw up. But I think my game 100% improved. Like the accuracy improved. My actual enjoyment improved. Like, so mm-hmm. what if I have to hit uh, seven shots for a three for a par three? Whatever. Like mm-hmm. every shot will be a new club. Every new club will be a new. Uh, learning lesson whatever but like on that one time that i actually do hit the one club i intended to the whole distance fantastic Mm. but i think as soon as i let go of that thought it would just skyrocket it almost sounds like you're saying you know you don't always have to keep score you don't always have to be competitive you can do something just because you enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. like we don't keep score Mm -hmm. except for the last hole except for the last hole (laughs) right but i mean you know in life you know like in a prior podcast average mm-hmm. an average what's the average golf score 
right? You have yeah. a par on a course of, you know, 72. Yeah. You better get so that true. or you suck. That's right? so true, yeah. Right? I don't play golf for a score. Yeah. People ask me, what do I shoot? I don't even know. Yeah. Right? But I I golf for the reasons I have, right? Yeah. I like nature, the camaraderie, and each shot. That's why I think that allows me each shot to just, I'm there. This is my one shot I have. Just make it as good as I can make it. Yeah. I don't care about the score. Yeah. So how many things in life can we just say we do that with, right? Yeah. I'm going to school. I'm just going to go to learn and I'm going to have a good time when I'm there, right? Yeah, that's such a good mindset to go in. Yeah, I'm going to go to work. I'm just going to treat everybody with like great respect. I'm going to have a good day at work. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to be down and that's it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the money or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. equating like my thought process with golf with other things in your life. Yeah. Right? That's nuts. I think the... Funny story, side story. The first time I ever golfed was actually at my brother's bachelor's party. <gasps> yeah, I know. Michael. I rented clubs. It was hilarious because I think my cousin flipped the golf cart or crashed <laughs> the golf cart. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And they were all obviously drunk because it was a bachelor party. And uh, I don't, I, that was my first introduction to golf. And I swear to God, I don't think I got out of the cart. I think mm. we <laughs> drove by our balls and just whacked them. It was such a different experience back then. I wish I could go back to that course and replay it. In my head, it was a totally different... It was like a gong show. Mm. It was uh, definitely a different experience. What was your first experience golfing? Do you remember? Hmm. Well, I think, like, I, if I believe correctly, my grandma taught me how to golf. No way. Yeah, she had... She, uh, so we both swing left. Yeah. And, yeah, she gave me my clubs. I just remember going to the driving range, and they're teaching me just some basics on... Seriously? Golf swing and we golf together. How old are you? I don't know. I want to say like 10, 11, maybe something. Wow. Around there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I just remember doing that. I used to always play mini golf when I was young. Yeah. My grandparents and my mom. And uh, yeah, just one day I was like, why don't we go to the driving range and start doing that? So your grandma so took you. My grandma. And then I did a lot of golfing with my uncle. My uncle taught me a lot too. Yeah. But... I mean, literally, I just like read books on golfing. I read like Jack Nicklaus, his really? book, and I read Tiger Woods' book. I think yeah. I just read those two, and then from there, I just golfed. What were those books about? I don't even know what you would write about. <laughs> How to like hold the club. Or, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, just like basic instruction. But like I just took like reading material and just tried yeah. to do it with my body, and then that was it. And and now in the future, what we can do is just watch YouTube. Exactly, yeah. This is back in the, <laughs> the 90s. Yeah. So... Yeah, golf. The only thing I regret with golf is not doing it enough. Really? Like, played it so many years. I don't know really anybody that golfed. That's true. Through, like, my teenage years and that. Yeah. So, Do you think you could have gone to, like, university for golfing? Uh, like, if you had, like, yeah, continued with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a so, pretty good golfer when I was a teenager. Yeah. Cody, Cody says that he's a bad golfer. My ass. <laughs> now, we're talking high school. <laughs> I was a good golfer in high school. It doesn't go down. And then, it only goes oh, up. no, no, no. I took some years off, you know. Those damn girls, man. Yeah. And once you get a girlfriend, that's it. And then, then uh, golf. And then, yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun, though. I think of, like, a professional golfer. What a lifestyle that is, eh? So I know someone that knows a professional golfer. Yeah? He's in the PGA, yeah. Who is it? I, it is uh, the person I work with. It's her yeah. brother. Yeah. She actually would have gone to the LGB, LPGA. Yeah, not the LGBT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she had a D1 scholarship. <sighs> God. Yeah. What's the guy's name? What's his last name? I have no idea. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I have no idea. You can't give a story like that and not say <laughs> yeah. the name. I don't know her brother's name. Oh 
God. We're at work. It's like giving the lottery numbers out and you yeah. forget the seventh one. I showed her my clubs in the trunk. Oh, she was disappointed in me. Yeah. yeah. She's told she told me I should get ping. I have pings. Oh, really? Yeah. So a smart lady. Yeah. I looked those up. Those are like the most expensive ones. No, they're yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my mind you I've had my clubs for like fifteen years. So Yeah, just like uh Cody just told us a story about his laptop. Yeah. You wanna tell everyone how long you Well it's twenty twenty and I have had a MacBook for since two thousand seven. So. <laughs> it's and it's still functioning. Still functioning, yeah. A CD drive. CD drive, yeah. Uh, HDMI port, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna uh, foreshadow a future episode here. Uh, I went for five years without a cell phone. I feel like there was more in my twenties. Right. It may have been more. Yeah. <laughs> five is all I'm comfortable saying. Right yeah. now. <laughs> we should probably end this podcast so you guys can hop onto the next podcast to listen to this story. Yeah, everyone, thanks for listening, and please. Go to the driving range. Just try golf. Golf is so much fun, and you're you're gonna love it. Yeah, just remember to relax when you swing. <laughs> just relax. Be the ball. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah.